God bless you, God bless you, and God bless you. Welcome to the Midweek Power Nugget, where 15 minutes of your day can change, will change. If you allow it to, it will blow your mind about how it will transform your life. We are thankful to God for another opportunity to be able to be in his presence, to study his word early in the morning. The Bible says in Psalm 63 and 1, early will I seek ye. And God will not disappoint us taking time out of our schedule to come to hear what he has to say. Let us talk to the Lord. Father, in Jesus' name, we bless you on this day. We thank you for another opportunity of this life's journey. We thank you, God, for life, health, and strength. God, we thank you for keeping us last night, last night's slumber. Thank you for waking us up early this morning, God, as the the old saints say, with the reasonable portion of health and strength. God, thank you. Thank you that everything is in working order on today, God. Thank you, God, that our roof didn't cave in over our heads. God, thank you that uh, uh, somebody's car didn't ram into our house on last night. Some of that stuff just sounds so over the top, but God, we have read stories and we've heard news reports of how those very things have happened, but God, you've spared us, not because we're so perfect, not because uh, evil or harm has never uh, reached us, but simply because of your goodness towards us, and we are grateful. Now, God, we pray that as we delve into your word on today, God, that you will be glorified, God, that you would allow us to see things differently than we ever have before. God, even if the scripture may be the same, God, let us see it with fresh eyes. Your word declares that we got new mercies this morning. So, God, because we got new mercies, let us see and hear your word differently. God, let it hit a little different now because we're a little different today than we were on yesterday. So, God, let your word Meet us right where we are. Let it penetrate our very being. God, let it grow us. God, let it mature us. Let it strengthen us. Let it challenge us. God, let it correct us if necessary. And God, we'll be so careful to give your name glory and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Again, I do thank God that you have joined on this morning to hear what the Father would have to say on this morning. We are going to the 91st Psalm, the 91st Psalm, and we will read it in its entirety, the 91st Psalm, and we won't take a whole lot of time, but we will read it from a couple of versions, the 91st Psalm, excuse me. Starting at the first verse, I'm going to start in the Amplified Bible, and we may read it from uh, one more. We'll see what God says. Psalm 91, starting at verse 1, reading from the Amplified Bible, it reads as follows. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no foe can withstand. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, on him I lean and rely, and in him I confidently trust. 
for then he will deliver you, <clears throat> excuse me, he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. Then he will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings shall you trust and find refuge. His truth and his faithfulness are a shield and a buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror of the night, nor of the arrow, the evil plot and slander of the wicked that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor of the destruction and sudden death that surprise and lay waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only a spectator shall you be yourself, inaccessible in the secret place of the Most High, as you witness the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your refuge and the Most High your dwelling place, there shall no evil befall you, neither, excuse me, nor any plague or calamity come near your tent. For he will give angels a special charge over you to accompany and defend and preserve you in all of your ways of obedience and service. They shall bear you up on their hands, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and adder. The young lion and serpent shall you trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he knows and understands my name, has a personal knowledge of my mercy, love, and kindness, trusts and relies on me, knowing I will never forsake him. No, never. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. I'm going to read this chapter um, from one more, and it's the message. But I think you all are already starting to get where I'm going on today. Again, starting verse 1, Psalm 91, reading from the message, You who sit down in the high God's presence, spend the night in Shaddai's shadow. Say this, God, you're my refuge. I trust in you, and I'm safe. That's right. He rescues you from hidden traps, shields you from deadly hazards. His huge, outstretched arms protect you. Under them, you're perfectly safe. His arms fend off all harm. Fear nothing. Not wild wolves in the night. Not flying arrows in the day. Not disease that prowls through the darkness. Not disaster that erupts at high noon. Even though others succumb all around, drop like flies right and left, no harm will even graze you. You'll stand untouched. Watch it from a distance. Watch the wicked turn into corpses. Yes, because God's your refuge. The high God, your very own home. Evil can't get close to you. Harm can't get through the door. He ordered his angels to guard you wherever you go. If you stumble, they'll catch you. Their job is to keep you from falling. You'll walk unharmed among lions and snakes. Kick young lions and serpents from the path. If you hold on to me for dear life, says God, I'll get you out of any trouble. I'll give you the best of care. If only you get to know and trust me. Call me and I'll answer. 
be at your side in bad times. I'll rescue you, then throw you a party. I'll give you a long life, give you a long drink of salvation. And the word of the Lord is blessed on this morning. I just want to remind you that you are safe in his hands. Safe in his hands. You all, we are beyond midway of August 2021. And I would imagine that we thought this year would be different. (laughs) We thought there would be some changes this year than what we had to deal with last year. Even as we hear the stories of what's going on in Afghanistan, I don't know about you, but I sat and I said, how long have we been? You know, in Afghanistan, how long have we been fighting wars? How long have we been uh, uh, over dealing with this internal conflict of what's going on? How, how, how long have we been doing this? And I, I looked you all. I was in the eighth grade. <laughs> I was in the eighth grade when we started sending military over to Afghanistan. And, and trying to assist in that internal conflict. But here we are again, caught in between and in betwixt. I think we're coming up on uh, uh, September 11th in a few weeks, and that is the 20th anniversary of the war, that, that the attack on the Twin Towers. We're still dealing with a pandemic. And, you know, it's to the place now where people are losing their jobs based on their decisions. And I sit and I wonder and I say, God, will we ever go back to a time where we feel safe? You almost dread picking up your phone or turning on the news. You know, shootings and, 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 you know, crime at an all-time rate. Our children are back in school and we're hearing of some children, some districts, that have to shut down completely because they've been plagued with pandemic. You know, and, and even, even if that wasn't the case, keeping our kids safe from predators that go and try and, and, and do harm to our young people while they're in school. You wonder, can we be safe? But you all, we have to understand there is no new wickedness under the sun. You know, it, it feels as though, you know, we've got more struggles, more evil starting to hit harder and coming faster. You know, but you've got to understand that the enemy knows that it's almost time for his final curtain call. Come on, somebody. He, he knows he's, he's almost at the end, and so he's trying to get the believers to, to lose hope and lose heart. But you all, it's so many passages in the world. I could have gone on and on and on today reading scripture about the, uh, uh, 
the courage that we can have in God and how many times it says in the word to not fear. Isaiah 41, uh, verse 10, don't, don't fear because what? I am with you. Don't be dismayed. I am your God. I will strengthen you, help you, uphold you with my right hand. You can read through Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I've got everything I need. You know, Jesus himself said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. You know, so when we understand something about the hand of God, the hand, God's strength, his care about us, then we should not be afraid. You know, sure, you know, there there's some things that... that come at us that I'm convinced that God never intended for us to to have to worry about and concern ourselves with. You know, will, 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 will there be a terrorist bomb that's at the mall where I'm at and blows it up? Will, you know, you know this, this, this pandemic, will, you know, will there be more variants and, and, and will they be stronger and will they uh, out, you know, outdo you know, whatever vaccines or whatever treatments they're trying to come up with. And you all, can I just be honest, when we try to handle what he did mean for us to handle and handle his load, that that we're not supposed to concern ourselves with, you all, we're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. The word says that God never sleeps or slumbers. So can I ask you a question? Why are you staying up worrying about it if he never sleeps or slumbers? There are 365 fear nots in the Bible. 365, that means there's one for every day. You all, we don't have to fear. We don't have to worry. He upholds us. He upholds us. He keeps us safe. We don't have to be, we don't have to fear. You all understand that we find safety in the hands of God. The enemy is going to keep doing what he does. Understand that. But also understand this. He thinks he's already won. But the Bible says, thanks be unto God who gives us, the believers, the victory. We can't get the victory if the enemy's gotten the victory. I'm going to go with the word of God every time because God has never lost a battle. You all listen, safety is not found in the absence of danger, but it's found in the presence of God. When you know God is with you, you don't have to worry about a thing because God has us in his hands, and in his hands we are safe. Let's pray. Father, we bless you. We give your name glory. God, thank you for reminding us that we are safe, not only in your arms, but we're safe in your hands. God, help us as we go out today, God, not to worry about anything, but God, to trust you for all things because you are the one that keeps us safe. Help us to be your change agents today. In Christ's name we pray, amen. God bless each and every one of you. Go out and you be the change you desire to see. 
and have a God-blessed day.